0: In the silence of the trophy room, where the echoes of past conquests resonate, we discover how to lead as men. It is not solely about the trophies we proudly display, but the courage to learn from defeats, humbly lead and forge a legacy worth more than any physical accolade. Together, we'll discover how to lead From the trophy room. Hey, welcome to Leading from the Trophy Room podcast. Uh, I'm your co host, Bo Mills, and this is episode two. If you didn't listen to episode one, jump on over there and listen to episode one. Kind of explains uh, what this is and what we're doing here and why we call it Leading from the Trophy Room. And this is
1: Jeremy White, and I'm your co host, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about real things and real stuff now. But we're going to go ahead and jump in today. Can we jump into today?
0: Let's jump into today. All right. So
1: here's, this is going to be a fun one. We're going to be talking about conflict or fights within marriage. I've never had one oh, of those. Oh, God. Well, we're, <laughs> we're going to get real in just a second. And, and then we're going to talk about like how we, how we walk through that. Because like as men, we're called to lead our families, called to lead our wife. And sometimes in leading, it actually uh, brings conflict. Now. Usually that conflict comes when we're not leading correctly. So I, I want to know. We're going to start right off the bat. Bo, tell us about a, a fight. Have you had any fights with your wife? Give us <laughs> give us one where maybe you were in the wrong. It was a little overbearing. Maybe you had a made a bad decision. Like uh, everybody wants to hear real stories. So, yeah. so let's hear one.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, so we've been married 15 years now. And I would say the first 10 of those uh, were hard. They were tougher because of the way I was leading in the marriage. And I remember about 10 years ago, um, I've kind of, I, I went through this string of buying a bunch of boats. Okay. So I'm a man like a
1: bunch of boats. Yeah. You're talking yeah about I, multiple. Yeah, boats? yeah. I'll
0: tell you. So, so I'm a man of many hobbies. And so the first one was this just like, john boat that was painted camo and i said i was going to use it for duck hunting and then i realized i didn't really use it for duck hunting that much i didn't really use it at all so I was gonna, it was
1: probably like a cheap crappy
0: boat. yeah yeah and and you know you have all these ideas and they don't pan out and so yeah. i traded it in okay. for a brand new big old deep v lund boat
1: how much did okay? that boat it, was cost. it
0: was about Probably 65000 okay for, the, for this
1: boat. I think my first house cost that boat.
0: And then uh, my idea with that boat was I was going to go over to the coast. and I was going to go salmon fishing with it okay. and, and uh, rockfish fishing with it, and all this and that, and maybe some kokanee in the freshwater lakes. You had like big dreams. Uh, big yeah, dreams. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I entered a bass tournament in that boat. Okay. okay. And it's a big deep V and it was windy that day. And uh, it was blowing me all over the place, and I was getting pissed. And I said, you know what? I really enjoy this bass fishing competition thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trade this in for a bass boat.
1: So did you ask Alicia? So I
0: asked Alicia, and she goes, no, you've bought two boats. Now you're going to buy three (laughs) boats in, like, two months. (laughs) Like, just buy a boat and be done with it. We're not going to upgrade anymore. She said no. She she was, like, calling me an idiot. Yeah. Like stop with all this boat buying your dreams. I, I could just see you buying a bass boat now, and it never gets used, all this and that. So I went down to the boat shop. No, you didn't. I, but I Jeremy, I just went to look. Like I just went Did to look. Did you take
1: your other boat with you?
0: Uh not yet. Okay. But I was just going to look. Okay. And uh and then I walked out of there. I didn't pull the bass boat home, but I signed the dotted line. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I had oh, to go no. home and get the boat to come in and trade for it. And, um, <sighs> so I got a bass boat and the bass boat was really expensive. I mean, we're talking 80,000 or something for the bass boat, mm. all the bells and whistles Yes, and all the grass put on. Okay.
1: So what was it like when you bring that thing home Yeah, and um, she sees it? Like she sees yeah, you it, with the new bass boat that she told you not to buy. It was not good. Uh,
0: it was not good. She was mad, disappointed, disrespected, um, everything. I mean, I think I lost trust with her a little bit of like, hey, my opinion or thought doesn't matter in this relationship. Uh, hey, he's just going to do whatever he wants, when he wants, whether it's good for the family or not good for the family.
1: Uh, okay, so let's just stop right there. How much of that was actually correct?
0: None of it was correct. Okay. Uh, I was just being selfish like so my heart is for our family and her and i would never want to hurt her right but my flesh was just being selfish and i really wanted this bass boat Mm. like uh and i i think i have a problem (laughs) like i can't i don't know why i can't just like do the basics like it's got to be over the top and extreme with everything i do and so it was a little excessive. Like it was the best of the best, all the stuff on it, the bells and
1: whistles. It was just all bad. All right. So, Bo, uh, your your example is perfect example. What we'll uh, we, we'll we find we okay. find in James. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the selfish desires mm-hmm. that wage war within you? Like that's that's why you got in the fight, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs>
0: can I can I can I keep going with how bad it got? Oh, it got worse? Yeah. All so right. the next so week. So the next week we go over to the coast with her whole family. Okay. Okay. So her whole family, she's the oldest of four girls. We get a pretty nice place right on the beach, and me and my brother-in-laws go out to get some cigars, and we're coming back. And I walk into the room with my wife and her three sisters, where they're on a couch. My wife is bawling crime. Uh-oh. She's just told them everything I've done. Mm. And then her sister goes to, like, let me know, put me in my place on how bad I am and disrespectful to her sister. So how did that feel? It was not good. Uh, She got some okay advice, not very good advice, and she went ahead and did it and kind of confronted me right there, my wife, and I didn't handle that well. This is a time in my life where I really wasn't, following the Lord. And, and I just packed my bags up and I walked out. I didn't even have a car there. I Mm. literally walked down the freeway with my suitcase and I got a hotel room. And then the next day I rented a car and I drove home.
1: Oh, wow. No talking.
0: So this led like what I'm saying is this led to a really big deal in our life. Like in front of her family and everything, uh, embarrassment, anger, So so,
1: and if I'm guessing, like you're probably still seeing effects of that fight. I've seen a lot
0: of effects from that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We've had to work through a lot from that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, okay. So so I'm feeling. (laughs) You didn't know where you were going to get into. I'm feeling your pain, and if I'm guessing, some of the some of the men that are listening to this probably guys, let us know if you're feeling both pain (laughs) if you've been there if you've done that. Okay, so uh, all right. So how how did you recover? Like, did you did you recover?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, hang
1: on, hang on, hang on. Before you go back to okay. that. So, what do you wish you could do over? Like, if you could go back and, like, let's 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 pretend we're watching the film. Yeah. Game film. Well, the
0: easy answer would be just to not have bought in the bass boat. Right. That's the easy answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I really wanted it, Jeremy. Okay. And so, <laughs> so if I was gonna buy the bass boat, okay, if that was the ultimate what we were gonna get to, it'd be of hey slowing down.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: including her in every step of the process, uh, to where, if, if if I ended up getting it, it was kind of our decision, and yes. we made it together. And I walked with her through that decision, instead of just hearing what she said, saying, "Well, I want it anyway," and going and doing
1: that. Yeah. All right. So let me play. Let me play counselor for just a second, Bo. So, right. so what you're saying is exactly. Right out of Scripture. So the Bible talks about us living with our wives in an understanding way. So, yeah, you're right. The first thing you didn't do was to seek to understand her so uh, and listen to her. And so I, I think as men... That's one of our first places that that we go wrong. We have in our mind, just like you had in your mind, hey, I want what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get what I want. I don't care what you say. I'm the leader. I bring in the money. I want to. I want to do what. I want to do what. I I deserve this. Yeah. And uh, and and at that point, that kind of sounds like pride versus humility. And uh, instead of seeking understanding, we're just seeking that that she would understand us. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so there's, there's like, I, I guess the first, the first thing, what else would you have done?
0: Um, well, I, I don't know. I, looking back now, like if I bought the boat or before that even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So before, before even buying the boat, so you would have moved slow. You would have sought to understood. Yeah, I... Uh, what if she would have said no still? What if she said, Bo, I just don't feel good about it?
0: I mean, looking back now, yeah. I should have just accepted it. I have a boat already. Yeah. Like, I already own a boat, a really nice brand new boat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hadn't even owned it like a month.
1: <laughs> a month?
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I went through three boats in like two months.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm with and, Alicia. Uh,
0: and <laughs> and uh, so I'd probably just be like, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, and I have a brand new, nice boat, and I can make do with this for right yeah. now. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so that's another another. Let, let's coach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I think as men too. Um, I think we fight the wrong fights. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was a fight that you entered. That was a fight that you're like, "Hey, I'm just gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Forget you." Mm-hmm. Um, but really, at that moment, uh, there was no. There was no big family value that you had in your family, no biblical value
0: yeah.
1: that you you played the trump card. You over, you overrid your wife yep. and said, forget I'm it. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. Um. So, so like as men, we should be very slow. Don't I hold a trump card? You hold that trump card. Okay. You, yes, you do. As, I as just can't pull men. it out whenever I want to. <laughs> We are talking about Trump card, right? All right. So the Trump card, yes, we're only pulling it out whenever, (laughs) whenever, whenever we're protecting our family. Okay. Like that's part of being a man. So I'm going to pull out the Trump. If there's something about her safety, if there's something about our family safety, then yes, I'm going to pull out that Trump card. If, uh, if it, if it violates our, our values that we live out as followers of Christ, for instance, uh, your wife says, hey, we're no longer going to follow Jesus, go to church, read the Bible. Hey, that's when you play your trump card. No, honey, this is the way we're going. We're following the Lord.
0: What if I see her going down a path that I don't think that's a, that's a spot, right? Yeah. Like you pull pulling out the trump card, trying to correct her. Yeah,
1: bit. it's, uh, again, uh, balancing it out with living in an understanding way, Sacrificing for her, living selflessly. So, so yeah, you're directing her in in such a way that's leading her back to the Lord.
0: So, what about like, let, I mean, but as a man, we, uh, I want things. Like, there's, (laughs) have you ever wanted something, Jeremy? Bo, I want stuff all the time. Like, uh, like, how do I handle, uh, like, that temptation of like wanting to go on big trips, wanting to do things like so, you know. So, do you?
1: So, here's what do you believe your, your wife loves you? I do believe my wife do loves you. Do you believe your time. wife wants to bless you? Yes. Do you believe that your wife is probably the most generous person in your life? Yes. Okay. So, so trust her. Yeah. Like, trust her. Cause, cause if I'm guessing, She's also wrestling with this as well. Like she's trying to determine, hey, is this trip smart? Is it wise for us to spend But you know, this know how many Amazon
0: boxes come to the front door every day, Jeremy?
1: Uh, Bo, I, I, <laughs> I, I too know the Amazon man <laughs> okay. by name. Okay, okay. so, All right, so I'm just wondering. like how to, I uh, just try and talk real here. So. So that's that's where like we we have to be able to have those real conversations. You, it's funny you brought up Amazon boxes cuz is there a fight Yeah, uh, uh, yeah there's been you a little share? Yeah, there's been a little tension. So uh so like in our family uh we get a lot of deliveries, all right? So FedEx, UPS, Amazon, it's it's very rare that those three guys do not come in our house every day. Okay? Now some of it is Misty's photographer, so um, she gets a lot of things shipped in because it's, it's related business. I understand that, mm. but I also understand like every time Amazon pulls up UPS pulls up,
0: there's a dollar sign.
1: Somebody had to pay them to come <laughs> into my house and I have a feeling I know who that somebody was. Yeah. So, so yes, that's so, so, so one of our recent fights squabbles was just that was, um, babe, I feel a little convicted every time these guys come to our house cause I know they're bringing something. And, um, so, so I, I waited, I waited for the right time to bring it up. I tried to, I tried to bring it up without being defensive or angry. In other words, I didn't do it right as he delivered the package. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, I did it on a, on like a Saturday when Is the timing ever right? Like uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, all right, all right. yes. So, all right. yes. so, so explain
0: time, what you thought it was the right time. What would that yeah. look like? So
1: it, it's the right time when I'm not emotional. So when you can have, I'm going to call it an adult conversation. Okay. That makes sense. When you can have an adult conversation, when, when you're not emotional, that's when I brought it up. Now here's the crazy thing. Okay. Um, like my wife, she listens, but it may be a few days before I see results. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and normally if she does what I suggest, uh, I don't find out until later. Mm -hmm. So true story. Uh, two weeks after that conversation, uh, she, we're in the kitchen and she goes, um, we can shut the front gate because I'm not expecting any packages. I'm on an Amazon fast right now. She was letting me know. She was on an Amazon. I'd never even heard of an Amazon fast before, <laughs> but I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard, you know, uh, because we had had that that, uh, that conversation. So, so here's what's hard is, It's hard for a tense conversation that we needed to have. Like I felt like as a, as a husband, as a leader of the family, I needed to have that conversation, but I also knew it was going to be tense. Hmm. Okay. And I also knew that she cared just as much about like our family finances as I care about our family finances. So, so when we were able to work through that, man, it, it was just, it was just beautiful.
0: So Jeremy, I got to ask, I don't think we talked about this in the first episode you're the lead pastor of a big church.
1: Uh, you have fights with your wife? I have fights with my wife. I did not have one today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing pretty good today.
0: I just think some people see you on stage and think that it's not a normal life you live. Uh, so, so like as a man... Um, you still struggle with the same things I struggle with. Yeah,
1: because I'm selfish just like you, bro. Yeah. Like we're all selfish. And, uh, and in marriage, you have two selfish people living together. And even though you're in love with each other, like you're still selfish.
0: Okay. So on that, do you, I feel like I've known you a little while now and you handle things pretty well. Uh, you're good at picking your timing like you talked about. But it still led to a little bit of a squabble. Is there anything looking back now that you would have changed your delivery your t- was your was your timing right?
1: Yeah, so usually, I have a hard time on my emotion. usually she can see so so this is what my wife accuses me of is uh and and she's right uh I wear disappointment all over my face. I'm disappointed in you. And my kids have told me so that as well. even though you don't
0: say it, she sees it. She
1: sees it, and uh, so so I've been trying to overcome. Does she ever talk about your tone? Uh, I get the tone. A lot. You get the tone. Like my well, tone. You do have my tone. Your, your tone's rough. Your tone I've heard, said this. You, I said, hey, you talk to your wife sometimes the way you talk to me. God, and it's like I can handle it, but like it's I just I don't want to kiss you after you <laughs> uh, you, you talk that way. Like that's that's rough. But, but yes, like for, for me, I'm it's, working, uh, right. it's, it's being able to, to share without communicating disappointment. So, hmm. so here's, here's what I go back to. Hey, am I, am I having a humble attitude with her living selflessly? Am I, am I living, trying to understand her? And am I living, um, sacrificially with her? Hmm. Like if I can, if I can keep those three things, that's three things to check, humility, uh, sacrificial love and, uh, and, um, I I already forgot humility, sacrificial love and, uh, and understanding then that usually puts me in a great position. That's good. Hey, let's
0: say, all right, let's say you have a fight, we have fights and it doesn't get resolved like you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you both leave the fight. Mm -hmm. Neither of you ended up being right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Neither of you feel good about it. It lingers for a while. Um, Like, how do you go about that? I, you know, I, uh, we've gotten way better in these years, but in in my previous years in marriage, the early years, uh, that caused for a lot of like disruption in our marriage of just, uh, we fight, we don't get anywhere with the fight, if that makes sense. And you carry it with you. Uh, so then you sometimes sleep in different rooms or you don't talk to each other the next morning or, you know, stuff like that. So,
1: all right. So the worst fights we ever had was whenever we started the church. Okay. I was working a whole bunch. She was, uh, working, uh, and we felt disconnected. We both felt disconnected from each other. And I remember just being so upset with each other back then and just, I, I was miserable. You, you're right. I didn't I didn't want to, I didn't want to sleep in the same bed with her. She didn't want to sleep in the same bed with me. But, uh, but, but I remember one night and, and, and this is just being real. I was going through all the different ways I could get out of my marriage hmm. and I couldn't figure out a way. Hmm. Like, like the right way. Like there was no way I could get out of my marriage. And like, you still look good.
0: Is that no, what you're, no, is that like, what you're no, thinking about? No, like, like what
1: period. Like according to scripture, mm. there was no way that we were both being selfish. There was no way I could get out of my marriage. You didn't still, find a
0: passage in the Bible. That I said, couldn't Jeremy, find
1: one. I couldn't You find, can leave your wife <laughs> because she's being selfish. You can leave your wife. You're being selfish. You can leave your wife. It's not in there. Mm. Okay. So here's what I had. To, I, I came to this conclusion. Okay. You can either be miserable for the rest of your life or you can clear this relationship up. Like that's, that was mm. my only two options. So, and I'm really selfish. I do not want to be miserable for the yeah. rest of my life. So here's what that did it caused me to turn towards her and start working through the mm. issues. And, uh, and, and we did, we worked through them, we communicated, we forgave each other. But, uh, but, but those were really, as a follower of Christ, that's really my only two options. I can either be miserable or I can patch things up with my wife.
0: Yeah, and that's that's funny because that sounds like the turning point of our marriage uh, was when I brought her to you and Misty, and I came with all her problems. I've told this story before, but I came with all her problems, and you looked at me and said, hey, that's not your job. Like, your job is just to love her through all this. Mm and i don't know why i mean it was the lord whatever my heart just started changing in that moment like that hit me like a ton of bricks Mm. and uh you called me out when i felt like i was in the right Mm. uh because i had a right you know uh it was at a time where it was hard on her um she was making some poor choices in a difficult time of our life and uh but just because of that, it wasn't a right to treat her the way I was treating her. Mm. And you called me out on that. And uh, it really, from that moment, um, I don't know, like I said, I mean, the Lord came and shed some things off my heart, but I just started honoring her and loving her like a man's supposed to love her. Yeah. And it really changed us. It was, so, it was so what so you, you said. You... I could choose to be miserable and hard hearted, or I can choose to love her and honor her and
1: uh and you loved her sacrificially. I I saw that. Like you uh you gave up some things yeah. in order to love her. Yeah. And uh so so I think as men when we live life prideful instead of humble, when we live life trying to to get what we want instead of giving up, being willing to give up the things that we want for her or when we live life just hey, you just need to understand this is who I am instead of saying that, saying hey I want to understand who you are, where you're at. And it really does point us back to to our wife to clear up that relationship.
0: Yeah, that's good. Like, what if a guy is listening to this, though, and he goes, you don't know how I I feel. Like, you don't know the stress I'm going through, the financial stress we're going through, the difficulties. uh, I lost my job or I'm struggling with alcohol or my wife's struggling with this. Um, What would you say? Like, I mean, for some real things going on that are hard that are really hard um and it's causing a lot of tension in the house uh like what do you what do you say to that yeah Uh,
1: so uh, honestly that's a that's a really good question because people ask and 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 to be truthful like we i may not you may not like some guys are going through some things that we may not ever be able to understand Uh, but uh, the Lord does, like not to be trifle with that, but uh, he, uh, he sympathizes with everything we go through because he lived a life here on earth that was extremely hard.
0: So, okay. alright I'm going to stop you there just because so about four years ago, three years ago was the turning point in my life when I really started to understand that. Okay. So what you just said, I get now. Yeah. I totally understand it. And I, but before that, and if I heard you say that, I'm not sure I could lean into that. And yeah, really, you
1: may tune, you may tune me out. I, I don't understand. Cause I don't
0: understand it. I don't, I don't feel that, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's probably what I would say. Like you say that and I'll say, yeah, that sounds good, but I don't, what do you mean? The, like the Lord understands it. What do you mean? You know?
1: Yeah. So, so that's the difference. Okay. So, uh, until he's your Lord, okay, until it moves from the Lord to my Lord. Like when you understand it's, it's your Lord that sympathizes with everything you go through, um, when he's personal, when it's yours, when you understand Jesus truly is your leader and he's been through hardship and difficulty, then you can trust him with the hardship and difficulty you're going through. Um, I think for a lot of men, um, he may be the Lord, but he's not, they would not say he's my Lord yet. Hmm. So, so that's where I would, I would turn it back to you and say, Hey, is he your Lord Hmm. or not?
0: That's good. All right. So what we're talking about causing these fights and all these decisions we make and all this, what trophy would be on my shelf that you'd say, uh, I might need to take down from that shelf. Uh, to help out in these situations so I don't start so I don't keep leading into these problems
1: yep so will pride I think we're talking about the pride trophy here if you think about it pride's the opposite of humility pride's going to cause you to get what you want selfishness okay. it's your selfishness so uh, and then pride pride uh, uh, seeks to be understood versus seeked to, uh, to understand. So, so take down that tr- prideful trophy, the pi-
0: prideful trophy we're taking down. I was talking with a guy this week. Um, and we were talking about like pride gets thrown around as this, um, like we're all prideful. We all, but pride was the first sin. Mm. I mean like pride's the, <laughs> pride's yeah. the reason we have sin in this world. Uh, you know, um, yeah. So anyway, it's a huge, huge. Yeah, deal. So everything so, stems from that one trophy. Yeah. So life.
1: Satan fell because of pride.
0: That's right. That's, that's right. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, tell me a story. Tell me a cool story. Like your favorite. What's the favorite thing you've done? I don't know. You've been a pastor now for what? 18 years.
1: 17. Yep. What's? I mean, if you I got on a thing, like yeah, like, a, like what are you talking really about? Really cool a trip. Topic, uh, a hunting like, give me, a hunting trip. Give me, give me something like uh, more specific. What I've, do you mean?
0: Like what's the coolest thing you think you've experienced or done?
1: Uh, man, I don't know, Bo. Like, there's been. A have lot you killed of, a big deer?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've killed. Like, do a you have bunch a trophy on your wall?
1: Yeah, I've got a few deer. Hey, so can I tell something I've done this year? Perfect. So, uh, so one of the things that I've done this year that has been fun, and I'm I'm still going to do it. So I'm doing this in in, in June, the summer. Uh, so my son Hudson and I, we've been um, we've been dreaming as men we want to dream yeah, so we've been dreaming since he was a freshman in high school. I dreamed about three boats and two. Months. okay, so we were we were dreaming <laughs> about motorcycles, okay? Okay, So we had this dream to buy two dual sport motorcycles. One you can street in the mountains or in dirt and uh, and go to Colorado on a trip. So uh, recently, when football season was over, because I wouldn't let him ride a motorcycle during football season, when football season was over, uh, we bought a KLX 250 hmm. and so he's been practicing and then two weeks ago we bought uh, a Honda 250 and uh, so he and I have been right like we've been practicing uh, riding our uh, dual sport bikes uh, the last last few weeks so so most That's days cool. most days after work I go home and Hudson and I put on our gear that's cool. and we take off riding. So that's, that's to Hudson's me, your son. Yeah, Hudson's my son yeah. and he's 18 years old and we, so, so I've been riding a bike for a while. He hasn't ridden very much. So I was a little concerned that he couldn't keep up with me. So when we got the two bikes, I take off and that sucker's right behind me all the time. So, <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, so that's, I've done a lot of fun stuff, but honestly, You're lately, looking forward to that. This is, yes. And I cannot ride a motorcycle without smiling. That's cool. There is no way I can do it. So, so you yeah, guys
0: are going to go to Colorado on a trip?
1: Going to Colorado. I think we're going to do the Alpine Loop. How many days or weeks? Uh, or? I think we're, we're shooting for five to seven days. That's so, super cool. uh, So yeah, so it's going to be fun. So that's, that's something that I'm I'm looking for. So I don't have the bass boat thing. I don't I don't do the the fishing thing. I honestly I probably only fish about twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, fishing's a little slow for me. Yeah. I, I like the, a little more fast
0: adventure. Yeah, race. yeah,
1: yeah. So that's that's me.
0: That's awesome. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in uh, to this episode of Leading from the Trophy Room. Uh, look inside yourself. That's what I would say. We, we want to be real guys with real talks, telling real situations here and. Uh, that's an honest situation. I know in my life, the first 10 years was really hard, and it all stemmed from pride and selfishness. Um, and I'd say, you know, like I came to Jeremy with all her mess, and he looked at me and said, hey, that's not your job. And so today, if I were to say something to you, it'd be, that's not your job. Like lay that down uh, and just love, love her. Love your wife. Love your kids. Uh, strip your flesh away and lead from the heart and drop that pride and selfishness. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Be real men, be open, love the Lord, lead well.